0: I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. So I am back in New York after about a month abroad in Tel Aviv and two and a half weeks in Italy and... If you hear lots of noise this is Little Italy. (laughs) I am such a cliche. I am fully Italian and ended up somehow in an apartment in Little Italy um, which I actually really love because I'm surrounded by tourists all day and they're so happy to be like eating pasta and like taking photos of the signs. It's hilarious but it's also very noisy. So if you're hearing horns and people singing in Italian, that's what's happening outside my window. So anyways, I'm back in New York and I had all these really fun ideas planned for my first episode back in the States, like an Italy wrap up and I was just feeling so magnetic. And so I wanted to talk about that. And then I got back and I've been here for a few days and I am feeling so funky. Like, ultimate, in a funk, all the signs and symptoms are there. Like, it is so hard for me to do anything. Like, the idea of cooking, grocery shopping, just responding to an email feels so hard and feels, like, really anxiety-producing. And I'm like, oh, oh, wow, okay, this is a funk. I've landed in funky town. So my promise to myself and to the community when I created Cheese Too Much was, To really be honest and to serve and to speak from a place of not only my really happy emotional states and seasons, but also the really low ones. Because I think that when we only show up and talk from the perspective or post from the perspective of feeling really like sexy and embodied or really happy and celebrating a win, really confident, really in love, really magnetic... It further perpetuates this idea that, especially as women, we are only worthy of showing up and using our voices when we're happy. Like, think about all the times in your life you've probably been told, Smile. You look so much prettier when you smile. That's something that my mom would say to me all the time. And while I know that she meant well, what that does is say, You are your most worthy of being seen, of being heard, of being recognized when you're your happiest. And the problem with that is that there is so much wisdom to the seasons of our life when we're really sad, when we're really rageful, when we're disappointed, when we're confused. And really, I'm going to sum that up right now as just also being in a funk. And to me, being in a funk is not the same as being in like, a really say like depressive episode. It's just like funky. I'm extra anxious. It's kind of like PMSing, but without the PMS, which side note, we're allowed to cry and feel really big feelings even when we're not PMSing. That's something that my friends and I always say to each other, like we'll ask like, where are you at in your period? And sometimes now we even stop asking that because we're allowed as humans to just feel crappy. That doesn't have to do with our hormones, okay? So that's where I'm coming to you from right now in this episode, and this episode is going to be really supportive for you. If you're feeling a little funky, maybe you just came back from a trip as well, and you're reintegrating into real life. Maybe you're approaching a big change or a big trip, and you're feeling those little jitters that come along with a change. Maybe you're feeling fantastic right now and really magnetic, and you just love She's Too Much, so you want to listen. If that's you, I adore you, so stick around. And I recently made a reel a few days ago when I was traveling back to the States. And it said something along the lines of I'm returning home to New York City after a month abroad. And for the first time, the idea of getting back to reality doesn't scare me because I really love the reality that I've created for myself. I love my work. I love my girlfriends who are here in the city with me. I live close to my sister who's just right in New Jersey. I love this city and all of the things that I get to do here in the museums and the parks and the nightlife. And so you could imagine that I'm feeling a little bit shocked that I've returned and I'm feeling, you know, pretty darn blue. And as I've been sitting with these emotions and going through the process that I have for moving through my funk, I wanted to share it with you. And this is definitely what I will say about the whole podcast of She's Too Much The episode titles may say how to, there is no how to to move through emotions and grief and life and sadness and like funky seasons. I'm just sharing what I'm doing, what helps me honor my emotions, move through them with a little bit more ease and levity and some humor and my hope and my prayer is that you find one thing that either makes you laugh, makes you say, oh damn, like this is a woman who has a podcast, who has a following, who has a business, and she still visits funky town rather often. And if she's there and can move through it and still process and show up and honor her emotions, I can too. Okay, so the first thing I want to share is when the funk hits, Nothing major may actually be wrong. So I think it's most of our default reactions, especially for me. I immediately go to like, what's wrong? Like, are things actually not in perfect alignment? Is the universe testing me? And I think that's a problem that has come from this whole personal development manifestation world is that if things aren't in alignment, we think that we're making the wrong decision and the universe is mirroring that back to us. And while I'm sure that there's some thread of truth to that, like I definitely think we are attractors and magnets to certain experiences in our life. Sometimes I think that could also be from generations past that are still magnetizing things to our life that we have to break. That's a whole other episode on past generational trauma that is not this episode. But I think that sometimes the best way to move through a funk is to not feel like you need to pinpoint what is causing the funk immediately so for example obviously I told my girlfriends over the last few days that I'm feeling like sad and low and just like kind of like I will say like depresso espresso and just like eh, funky and so their first question typically will be like oh can you pinpoint where it's coming from like is it from this or this and I'm like well I mean it could be just like post-travel blues It could be the fact that we wrecked the rental car and I have like over $3,000 worth of damage sitting on my credit card from uh, an accident in Italy. Maybe it's the fact that I returned home to a burst pipe and have an unreasonable fear of mold growing and getting mold poisoning in my apartment and, you know, New York City landlords and whatnot. It's very difficult. And I've been, you know, dealing with lots of water and laundry from that. Maybe it's because my dad keeps popping up in my dreams and I really miss him. And while I'm so happy to see him in my dreams, when I wake up, then I'm like crying all morning because I miss him so much. So, yeah, I mean, it could be any of those uh, or like my 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 heartbreaks of the past or um, anything. So, yeah, take your pick. And so here's the thing about that. I would encourage you not to go on a investigative search of why your funk has hit. So here's the thing, like the list, which I will tell you that was the condensed version of all of the reasons I could be feeling (laughs) very funky. I want you to write all of those down if you feel like this could be supportive. Write down all the things, even like what's going on in the world, hormones, money, whatever it is. And then I want you to write on the bottom of that list. It could be all of this or it could be none of this. Either way, I honor the emotions that come with the circumstances of my current reality, okay? And what that does is it starts to release the need to find and create meaning out of what is going on in your life right now, okay? So I am all about creating meaning from our life circumstances, but we do not need to make meaning when we are in the midst of the mess so do not search for the meaning right now if you're in a funk just be with the emotions the best that you can and it doesn't have to be so complicated to be with the emotions that come with a low period okay like it doesn't have to be this intense breath work or going to a mushroom ceremony for me that literally meant ordering takeout the last two nights smoking a jay laying in my bed and watching rom-coms. And in between, I would pause, I would stare at the wall, I would cry. It also looked like getting up, doing some self-reiki on myself for like two minutes, and then putting on Bad Girl by Usher and just dancing in front of the mirror, even though I didn't feel that great. By the time the song was halfway through, I was like, damn girl, you got some moves, okay? It meant going to a yoga class in the park and doing Probably 20% of what she recommended, and the other 80%, I just laid there and stared at the sky and literally cried. And none of this involved searching for meaning as to why I was feeling so low. So, when you search for meaning in a mess, you're going to be looking at everything through the lens of being in a funk. And I promise you that as you search through all of the reasons why you could be feeling so bad, you're looking at it through the lens of not feeling your best. So you're gonna start to attach and make up all of these different stories and make the things in your life seem so much worse than they really are because you're in the thick of it. When you are in the midst of a mess, it is nearly impossible to see the message. To see the message from the mess, you need to have perspective. And perspective comes oftentimes from distance in order to have a new perspective, it means that you have to have a different point of view around your current situation. And that's why traveling is so amazing because it really helps you to have major distance from the current reality that you are living in. But if you're not in a place where you can gain perspective through travel, I want you to gain it through just finding a new vantage point or a new point of view in your current life. So that's going to be my first biggest takeaway when you're trying to move through and get out of a funk. After you first honor the funk, you sit with it in some way. Again, it could be five minutes of Reiki. If you don't know what Reiki is, it, it all it is is channeling love through your body into your body. We have a Reiki retreat coming up in the fall. So if you're curious, DM me about it. Um, or go over to my website and get on the wait list. But that is like one of the best ways that I found and the most gentle to just sit with my feelings is to just place my hands on my body where the emotions are bubbling up. So if it's a frantic mind, it's just putting my hands on my mind and just breathing in that love and really feeling those emotions start to dissipate and also giving them a chance to have a voice because I'm bringing attention to those emotions at any place in my body. So honor the funk and then back to creating distance is finding a new point of view in your life. So again, if you can't go to Europe, (laughs) um, which I don't always recommend if you're, you know, especially if you're in an extended funk to just like try to escape it, finding a new point of view in your own life. So what does that look like? For example, I'm back in New York and I decided, okay, I've been in the house like for most of the day. I'm going to go to a cafe, grab my computer and go sit down and just watch life unfold in front of you from your own point of view okay this is not rocket science here but I promise you you are likely not doing this we are always on our phones okay I know you know this but here's the problem about when you're in a funk or you're in a low place you're hopefully convinced that okay I need a new perspective on my situation I need some distance But what we do when we're feeling funky is we avoid those uncomfortable emotions by going into our phone because it's a great, great, great distractor. But what we do when we open up social media is is we immediately jump into someone else's point of view of their life. Literally, it's their point of view. And you may say, well, what's wrong with that? Well, when we're always operating and seeing the world from someone else's point of view, it takes us away from really creating and cultivating our own unique sense of point of view of how we feel see observe, care about the world and in turn then it limits our ability to create new solutions create new pieces of art feel uh different inspirations from within right and you may say well if i go on social media i may be inspired to go do something that somebody else suggested and yeah for sure that's a possibility but there is nothing like really being inspired from a place of divine wisdom, from a place of I am just with myself, watching the world from my unique point of view, not someone else's. I'm just sitting at a cafe and observing the birds, the clouds, two lovers interacting, a mother with her baby, looking at the best thing that has ever happened to her and just sitting there. And what that does is when you can just sit in your own perspective, in your own point of view, When you re-enter the problems of your life or you open to pay your bills or the thought comes of, oh, I have to do this or that or whatever, you have just created a sense of spaciousness within yourself to really start to see like, okay, this is pretty, pretty minuscule, all of these problems. like Look at life, all the life that's going on around me. And the more you can start to just find those tiny, tiny moments throughout your day where instead of, you know, opening up your phone when you're waiting online or you're waiting for the server to come take your order, you're just being, you're just watching, you start to feel like you can just handle more and the funks start to get a little bit shorter because all of a sudden we're not escaping into someone else's point of view We are practicing cultivating our own perspectives, our own point of view, and a unique way in which we see the beauty and the miracles of the world and also of all the love that's going on around us. So practically, this looks like when you're in a funk, intentionally spend less time on social media and do things that are going to help build your own unique, loving point of view of the world. And also, the second thing in creating distance from, you know, what is causing your funk um, or all the things going on in your mind that could be contributing to the funk is getting out of the space where you feel the most funky. Okay, so as someone who works a lot with energy, as a Reiki master, as a leadership coach, I am deeply connected to the fact that space holds energy, and even if you don't work with energy or you haven't worked with an energy healer or an energy worker before, you know that that's true. Like think about walking into your childhood home. I don't have a childhood home anymore. it's sold long ago, but I could already feel the feelings that I would feel if I stepped into my childhood home, right? Imagine walking into a room where someone who you love the most in your life Is sitting in. What's the energy of the the room? Or imagine a room where a person who you know has caused you the most harm in your life is sitting in. The energy of that room is going to be filled with their energy, right? Or if you've ever been to a really spiritual place and you walked in and you could feel the spirit move you in that environment. That's why people love going to say a temple or a church so much you know, I found my own spiritual spaces. It could also be a special spot in nature. You know, okay, that place holds energy. So if you have been in a funky mood day after day after day, likely in your apartment or likely in your bedroom, you need to create some distance from that space for that energy to clear out. Open windows, light the incense of your choice or polisando or whatever herb that you feel connected to and actively give that place, that space, a break. This is also a great tip for couples that if you have been in a weird spot with each other, it's a great idea to not only, say, get a hotel room for a night because, like, hotel room, sexy, fun, amazing, but to actually give your home and your physical space a break, crack a window, allow it to clear out so you can come back into it with a new perspective and an actual break, from your own energy, right? Because if you're waking up day after day, not only does the space hold that energy, but now you have all of these negative triggers where it's totally unconscious. It's not like you're going, you know, to reach for the cabinet with the coffee, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I reached to the same cabinet yesterday, and I wasn't feeling good, and now I'm gonna feel bad again because I'm doing, you know, the same activity." It's not conscious; it's unconscious. It's a week of getting up not feeling the best not waking up and saying thank you god universe source for another day on this planet it's like oh another day of this let me go reach to the cabinet get out my mug get out my coffee you do that over and over and over again all of a sudden your environment is mirroring back to you oh i didn't feel good like this yesterday i'm doing the same activity again now i'm not going to feel good again so you need to shake it up get some space maybe it's time to go buy your coffee a few days in a row if you're in a funk and watch how the energy of the space starts to clear out and you create new positive triggers for yourself instead of negative ones okay and then the second piece of moving through the funk is a little bit more advanced and so as a little recap because we're entering the last little phase here um, of what I'm personally doing to move through so it was honor the funk be with the emotions feel them a bit do whatever you need to do to just sit with them, not escape them. You can write it all down of all the things that could be causing it, but also release the need to pinpoint something and go on a further, you know, digging. Why do I feel like this rabbit hole? Then it's, you know, limit social media. Make sure you're maintaining your own, cultivating a fresh point of view for yourself, getting some distance from the space where you're feeling really funky And now the third or fourth or fifth, I don't know, I didn't number this episode for a reason I knew it was going to be a little, (laughs) a little fluid, is channeling. Okay, so if you haven't listened to the episode about channeling, I'm going to encourage you to go listen to it after you finish this podcast. And it is episode number eight. It's called Connect to Your Spirit Guides and Become an Intuitive Channel with one of my mentors, Stephanie Banks. And so channeling essentially is connecting to and tapping into divine love and wisdom and giving it a voice. So it's actually very similar to Reiki. For me personally, those two practices have really gone hand in hand. First, I learned how to do Reiki, got attuned, which basically and I would say more like modern terms is certified, but you don't really need to be certified in Reiki. Everybody can channel divine love and wisdom through their body, but I encourage people to get attuned or certified so you can really learn how to do it and practice. But anyways, channeling is a huge part for me of getting out of a funk. So the thing about channeling is that it is not you coming up with a solution or a reason behind why you're in a funk or how to get out of it. Channeling is tapping into not the you right now who, if you're in a weird spot, you're likely operating a lot out of fear and the ego is very much associated with fear. It's always in that place of what's wrong? How can I fix it? What's happening to me? Am I broken? Is this broken? Yada, yada. Yada channeling allows you to connect with pure divine love. And that can be from the place of your highest self or your soul, if you will, a future version of you, the the purest, truest, non-egoic version of you. It could be channeling to a um, loved one who is either passed on and has become an ancestor or even someone who is on this planet. So say, for example, Someone who you really want to speak to, but maybe they don't have the tools to connect with you right now. So if someone has a parent who may be sick and you really would love to connect with them, but you can't in a way that is verbal, you can channel their soul and gain wisdom from them. Um, Again, someone who has passed on, spirit guides, you can really channel anything, anyone. You can tap right into Mother Earth, the universe an animal, truly anything and anyone that you feel like has a message for you or could have some wisdom that is going to help propel you on your path of highest good. And so right now, as I'm saying this, just play for a minute, right? Like just if this feels like just way too much, well, it's called cheese too much. So just take a minute and ask yourself, put your hands on your heart and say, okay, if I have someone out there who has a message for me that can help me move forward on my path of highest good, of highest love, can you speak up now? And just trust it. And if you think to yourself, oh, I'm just making this up. Great. That was Stephanie Banks in that episode. One of the best pieces of advice that she ever gave to me was, oh, yeah, you feel like you're making it up? Well, you are. Just make it up. Everything is made up. Every single thing in your room right now was made up it started with an idea it started with a thought and the only reason that it came into reality is because somebody trusted it enough to take some action on it to create it okay so just trust yourself you can even pause this and take a minute and see who or what comes through and so I feel like for me today I am at the place where I am ready to let love to let the universe or to let an ancestor speak through me to give me some perspective on my current situation and some wisdom of how to move forward or how to start to create you know a little bit of I don't want to say meaning but find a little bit of purpose and presence to my current situation So I decided that I'm going to do that now on the podcast. I was doing it a little bit this morning. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait so that I can really show everybody what that looks like, what that sounds like. And the practice of channeling, which is something that I teach with my clients and we teach at the Reiki retreats, it's really entering a space of just total spaciousness. It is learning to operate Within the left and the right side of your brain, specifically the right side, that is um, really void of logic and reason and rich with intuition, with creativity, with presence, and is not concerned with the influences of the past or the pressure of the future. So we're going to do this. And my ask when I you know, say my prayer and I open up the portal for channeling is that any messages that come through are also supportive to you. So my hope and my prayer is that my unique experience and what I'm going through right now, there will be something. And I fully trust that if you were drawn to this episode, there will be something there for you. So sit back, open your heart, and let's do this together. Angels, ancestors, and guides, I invite whoever to come in right now and speak and share with the collective, with the community, and specifically seeking some wisdom around how to move through the feelings that I'm feeling right now while I honor them. I really would like to get back to a place of joy and childlike playfulness and sexy celebration of my life and all of the beautiful things that are to come. So please share some wisdom. I am open to hearing it with a sense of levity, maybe with a sense of humor and with clear specifics that I can do, some action that I can take to continue to move towards my goals and towards my path of highest joy and fun and light um, loving energy. Well, it's about damn time. oh my goodness, I am so proud of you for doing this, for sharing this. I know how vulnerable it is. I know how scared you are. I can feel your heart racing, but isn't it fun? Isn't this the whole point? Isn't this the butterflies? Isn't this the magic? Isn't this the beauty of life is to place yourself two feet forward into the scariest parts of life and say, nothing will break me because I am light. If I'm in the scariest moments of my life, I am there for a reason. And what that means is that I'm there to shine. I am there to shine. And so that's the advice is just keep shining. Even when you're feeling so low, take a minute to say, I am light and I am here to shine. And realize that even when you feel so dark, so gross, so ugly, you are shining, baby girl. Right now you are shining. Every single time you smile and start by smiling every single day to yourself in the mirror, even when you don't believe it. Because what you need to see is yourself smiling back at you to remember that you are that light, to remember that you shine. It's actually so simple. We overcomplicate it so much in the mirror right now. When you are done talking to me, which I'm so glad you're talking to me, I love talking to you. Go in the mirror and shine and see yourself shining through your smile. Look yourself in the eyes and remind yourself that you are that light. And go be that light to other people. You may not want to right now because I know you say you are in this set funk, which I don't really understand because it doesn't really register to me because I see you shining from here. But I want you to go up to someone, anyone, and mirror their shine to them. Say, oh, hi, hello, I love that yellow dress on you. It's beautiful, you're shining. See someone on this phone that you spend so much time on and say, oh, my goodness, I see you and you are shining. You're shining right through my screen. And you watch how much people have to say about you, how many people see you shining. And when they tell you that you're shining, I want you to believe them for once. Pretend. Wow. What if I really just believed them? I know you're working on this. I know you're practicing this. I know you're preaching it, but are you doing it? When somebody tells you you're shining, when somebody tells you, you make a difference to them. When somebody tells you that you are radiant, that you are beautiful, that you are kind, that you are talented, that your voice matters, that your voice is moving, that your art is beautiful, do you fully believe them? So go ahead, tell people you shine and then sit back and feel What it feels like to receive the recognition of who you really are to people in the world. Mm. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so, yeah, that was that was my grandma, Angie, and I actually never met her. She died before I was born and she's my mom's my dad's mom. And she, from what I have connected to through channeling and the stories that I heard when my dad was here with us, Earthside, was that she was just this magnetic woman and silly and wild and outlandish and just had the biggest, most loving heart and was so generous and just really playful and i can feel her a lot she's given me a lot of wisdom and this was a really perfect timely message so that's it for my funky town episode move onward if you're loving the podcast please go on apple podcasts leave a five star review share it on your ig so that we can continue really to to shine together and move through this wild experience of life dm me on instagram at samantha.bove and if you're interested in learning more about channeling awakening your intuition strengthening it and uh, perform (laughs) performing and practicing reiki learning how to channel this love and also how to give it a voice go to samanthabove.com forward slash reiki retreat r-e-i-k-i retreat I'm sending so much love and I'll see you next week. Bye.